Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Remember, the harvest is plenty and the labor is true. 
it's very quiet on the left side, but on the right side, they rubbing their hands together trying to get something and do something. On the right side, on the international side. But on the left side, those that participate in the night broadcast, they um, kind of float. See, you got to be, you got to make, make a note of that. I'm going to tell you how you're supposed to be when it come down to Yahweh's business. Matter of fact, I'm going to read that. Let me show you how you got to be. When it come down to Yahweh's business, this is how you're supposed to be. Let me see my find in the book of Job. I mean the book of who I want. This is how you're supposed to be. In the book of Jonah, yeah. I'm looking for the book of Jonah. I'm showing you how you, you got to be when it comes down to Yahweh's head. The book of Jonah, chapter 3. Now look at verse number 1. Let's see what it says. It says in Jonah 3 1. And the word of Yahweh came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Second time. Arise, go into that Nineveh, that great city, and teach unto them the teaching what I bid thee. If you go over there and you teach them what I tell you to teach them, Jonah. So so Jonah arose and went into Nineveh according to the word of Yahweh. Now, Nineveh was a seemingly great city of a three-day journey. It takes from what Job was. Well, Jonah was at, it takes three days to get there. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey and cried, saying, yet 40 days. Wait a minute. It takes, it will take three days from what Jonah was at to get to the, to the enemy, to preach to those he wants to be sent to. That was the Israelites that was in Nineveh. But Job got there in one day. So what was he doing? Picking them up and laying them down. See, right And see, that's the point we're trying to make. When it comes down to Yahweh's business, it's time. The time is now. We got to pick them up and lay them down. We got to make something, a three-day journey. We got to get there in one day. So you know what that means? We ask no questions. We we got our speed um, shoes on. And we rolling quick. See? That's the point. And if you want Yahweh to intervene, we want to pick up them old tools that we can read. We got to get some speed about Yahweh's business. You know, we can't be looking to our left, to our right. Because the 144,000, it's been... They've been accumulated for many years, and we don't know where they are right now, but we know it's even at the door of the 144,000 teachers. You understand something? When you look up that 144,000, it's about 144 teachers have to be identified. And then it's 10,000 out of every tribe. A thousand, I mean, a thousand out of every tribe. So a thousand out of every tribe, but here's the point. Tribes got to wake up. 
activate there, they got to wake up some. So that's where teachers going to come from. We just don't allow that too in California. So we don't keep talking for a little bit longer until those that come into the room to get in where they fit in at. Because uh, it's a lot of the information that we want to bring out on top part of Saturday. But we got to remember one thing. Um, in the book of Revelation, let me see if I pull that out. So where have we pulled out so far? We pulled out Jonah, chapter 3, 1, 2, and 3. We pulled that out. Good. Now I'm going to take something, another look at something in Revelation chapter 3. I will take a something, uh, in time prophecy in Revelation chapter 3. I want to take a look at something in Revelation chapter 3. I think verse 4. I think I find it. Revelation 3, verse 4. Okay, let's see what it says. Revelation 4, verse 3. I don't know. 4, 3. 3, 4. Let's see. Revelation chapter 3, verse number, okay, let's read verse 2 and see what it sounds like. Revelation chapter 3, verse 2. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before Yahweh. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore should not watch, I will come upon thee like a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour will I come. Yes. He says, uh, in verse number four, thou have a a true name, even at Sardis, which have not defiled their garment, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. You said one thing, defile their garment, and they're going to walk with me in white. But what's that supposed to mean? What's that supposed to mean right there? Walk with. Let's find out what that means. See, what we're doing now, we just start in time. And they come in the room, we'll get busy. But I'm not going to precept that and see what that means. Read that again. Revelation 3, verse 4. And thou hast thou that thou a true name, even as Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they should walk with me in white, for they are worthy. What's that supposed to mean? Let's precept that to the 19th chapter. What do you mean by you going to walk with them, him in white? What's that supposed to mean? Precept that to um, the 19th chapter, verse 7 and 8, and see what the precept of that is. Verse 7 and 8. It says in verse 7, Let us teach 
be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage supper of the Lamb is come, and his wife have made herself ready. Verse 8. And she should be granted that she shall be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. You see that? See when you preach up your Bible? That's what it means by those that can walk with me in white. So now, come out white garments, but it's also a double meaning. He says, those that walk with me in white, but he's pointing toward your righteousness. So you already clear about on your regular days, you wear a royal blue garment, and on feast days, you wear white. God with fringes in it. So we understand that. But he says, you gonna walk with me and white. Fine linen is the righteous of the saints. See that see right? So you can walk with you can walk with Yahweh in righteousness. That's the game changer, see right. You gonna walk yeah, walk with him in righteousness. And what's that mean? The priest up there to 625 up to the month. What's that mean? The 625, right? Mark a man, right? It says, and hey, you should be, and, and this should be our righteousness. If we observe and do all his laws, statutes, and commandments before Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. So that means, if you're going to walk with him at a time appointed, you got to make sure you're not sitting in the ministry saying that the law, statutes, and commandments is got away with. But he says on, on his return to walk with him in righteousness, you got to, the law, statutes, and commandments. See that? So, we're still waiting on those coming in to do a little reading. So uh, we, we'll try to entertain you the best that we can. And then we'll crank it up and see what else we'll remember. We ain't got no Matthew 10 or no Luke 21, 15. We ain't got no Luke 12, 12. So we basically struggling to shoot from the hip. Or sometimes you shoot from here. It might come out okay, but don't but don't make not, don't make no business card on shooting from here. Oh, okay. I got something I can talk about. I just might come in the room. I wanna talk about Nigeria. Now this Nigeria, the Nevos and Nigerian, understand that word that came from a white woman. She gave you that name in 1800. But that ain't really what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about a prophecy over in Genesis about the Nebo. A lot of people ask me, but who are those people? Who is the Nigerian? Who is they? Well, 
the Nigerians is, they come from a tribe, and maybe I can pull it out, they come from a tribe, and, and what led them over there, see, remember, the children of Israel is a lot of people, thousands of millions, and what led the children of Israel over there to that land, where they had right now, it was laid out by a certain tribe. We talk about the Nebos over there, the Nebos, who they really are physically. You think I pull it out in maybe the fourth or sixth chapter? Maybe I can pull it out. Okay. Now who now who is them who is them color pieces over there in Nigeria? See, they got over there. It wasn't, it wasn't nobody there when they got there. So don't think they, they both got the land. The land was not called the land of Africa. That name was imposed on you. But the sons of Gad, that's who Nigeria is. And they was led by a guy named Erie. But Erie had about four or five brothers. So then with the Gadites. See, you know, like sometimes you be looking at the 12 chart and you think the Gadites was only, no. It's more of the 12 tribes of Israel packed over there in the land, what you call Africa today, than in America. Right? But they've not been taught that. Every tribe you read on your chart that's in America, the same tribe is over there in Africa. South Africa, West Africa, they there. The tribe is there. And they all bust in together. And but they're they're um act like when a stranger come around, they they create because remember, a lot of them was already there, but a lot of them ran through persecution getting there too, and they hid they hid themselves because Rome was looking for them, but they blended in with it. See, we got the, the African people, the sons of Ham. We got them as two. You got two men. No, it ain't that many compared to the children of Israel. The children of Israel land go further than you think it goes. Matter of fact, yeah, we got to teach on that. Because see, a lot of times you be telling you be, that when you watch the TV and you talking about them African people doing it, no, don't be Israelites that took on co- uh, customs that's not good. Don't be the Israelites to our tribes because this is for we is Thousands of me, and we packed in everywhere. But what? But what? Live? We don't have our mind on straight to know what we, who we really are. And that's why this ministry coming six nights a week to break down exactly who you are and the land that was given to you soundly. If you're not in the land that the Almighty gives to you, have given you. You in somebody else's land, you're upon a curse. So you might go 
if you're looking for prosperity out them land, but you can be a part of the curse if you're not in the, I thought you got to know who you are. And, and remember, that it, no, it ain't no Christian land. So if you want to say, well, I'm, I'm Christian, not a religion. Where's your bloodline? Where's your bloodline? See, but we've been beat down so bad that we'll identify being a Christian before we identify being a bloodline children of Israel from the 12 tribes. Yeah. So we got a lot of work to do. And at one stage on the left side, we're touching on a lot of things, but right now, everybody on the left side is kind of busy. The harvest is plenty, but the labor is through. What that verse is? Is that Matthew 9? Let's see what it says in Matthew 9. That's what I say. Those are, you know, step to play. This, this, the harvest is plenty. We need all the help we can get and get this man's word out. Sometimes we might burn out a few. That's why the next man up, the next woman up, step up. Step up and get in that microphone, holler in that microphone. See, you always ready. I'm always ready to do my part because I know what my part is. It says, it says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38, to the same. Then said he unto his disciples, the labors are through. 38. Pray you therefore that Yahweh the poor little man of the harvest, that he will send forth labors into his vineyard. Hey, right. See, you're we in the vineyard right now. See, I'm ready to go. But the same token, step to your place, let's go. You know, I'm See, Yahweh has shown the see if page of the book. Well, he, his part, what he got to do. See, he know he got to be the one to point out those in the book of Maccabees, I mean, Ezra, the ones that going to come back in the spirit of them ancient fear. You know, so I have to point them out to the page of the book. So I got, I'm watching real carefully everybody's page of the book. And see, the reason why I say I'm not the one pointing out, because I, I, I know I know I know what it says in the first book of Samuel. I know what it says. Let's see what it says in 715. Let me show you what it says. The book of Samuel. In the book of Samuel. Let's see what it says. You know, I find a book of family. Let's see what it says. All right. I think I think Muggle came to the network. So if Muggle came to the network, I guess we can get something going on. All right. We got Muggle come to the network. She'll come on stage. Well, that's what it's all about. So, for our Muslim, well, I'll give it a look at it anyway. I'll give it a look at something. But uh, it don't cross my mind. So the harvest is clean, but the labor is true. But Mother E has jumped up and we want his Mother Z around too. And we're going to do a chicken swing at it. 
We'll take a friend that's top out of the devil. He said, the Almighty of me. So Mother E came to the room. So let's see if we bring Mother E in and Mother Z. Let's find out. Tell me, this is the day that the Almighty of me for me and you. So this is very important. Like again, we got a verse in Revelation. What that verse say? It says, the verse in Revelation, that Mother Eve, it says, I can't, I can't recall it right now, but it's the verse in Revelation says, the verse in Revelation says, remember where you have fallen from and repent. What verse is that? They got to come back to me, Mother. They got to come back to me. Yeah. He got to come to me, Moses. He said, remember where thou hast fallen from and repent. He just came back to me. We're going we're gonna to take a look at that a little bit later, Moses. So remember where thou hast fallen from. Uh, if Moses, if you're around, think you uh, crank up uh, Mother D of Israel and tell her uh, she must need on a broadcast. Mother D of Israel. Come on, broadcast. Let's, let's get something going on on top part of the seven days. Because this is all about Yahweh's business. So, think you crank up Mother D of Israel to come on and broadcast and see if we get something going on. So, Mother, Mother E. Like I said, that was great what we did yesterday, but yesterday, but now it's time to go some more. See, we understand one thing. When we do something great, good, one day, okay, good. That's out the way. Now, what about now? So we ready to take care of now. So Mother E, top part of seven day, this day the Almighty have made. Let's take a look at Luke chapter 10, 10 verse 19. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19 reads. Hmm. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, but it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. That's right, Moses. See, we don't worry about, all we worry about just getting on the airway. We don't worry about what to say, because we understand the rules and regulations. And that very hour, same hour, he'll give you what he wants you to say. As a matter of fact, you'll do um, Luke 21.15 with your mother. Hey, Mother Eve, you'll do a Luke 21.15 with you. What's that say? Luke chapter 21, verse 15. Luke chapter 21, verse 15. Uh-huh. And when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things, no, no, let's, let's say, it, look again. Hold on, Mom. look at Luke twenty-one fifteen, real capital. Luke twenty-one verse fifteen. Look at it, real capital. Okay, I'm in Matthew. Luke twenty-one fifteen. Book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 15. While we give you a mouth 
and wisdom. With all your adversaries shall not be able to gain fear nor resist. Mm-hmm. See, you see, you say you do for your mother? He said, just come on, be ready to go. And if you if you got the right spirit in you, and uh, Yahweh's spirit in you, he said, that very same hour, I'll give you a mouth that the game says would not be a resist. It would not be a resist, mother. Um, Acts 14, Acts 16. Thanks. Acts, mm-hmm. Acts 6, verse 10. Acts 6, verse 10. Mm-hmm. The book of Acts chapter six, I thought you said sixteen. Book of Acts chapter six, verse ten. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit of which he speaks. You see that, mother? So when you, when you got when you got this when you got this man right, Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Son right. And the world was not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit with the six anointed camp spoke. See, now ain't nothing being resistance, mother. So all we gotta do is make sure we, we get out we, we, we take care of this man's business. And we take care of this man's business, we're gonna get our blessing. Now let's take a look at take a look at now, mother. Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. What can I say that, mother eat? The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, mother. That's right. The righteous spirit was in that very same hour. The righteous spirit will teach you. Mother, I was uh, looking at something earlier, and I was wondering, I was talking to the national audience about do we know why we in trouble biblically today? Tribes of Israel is in trouble biblically today. That's what I was um looking at. Why is we in trouble today? I was looking at that mother and I had a little time to try to and and I wanna take I wanna take a look at why are we in trouble today, mother? In the book of Leviticus nineteen, let's run down a few things, mother of uh, Mother Z, Mother Z, are you available for the night? Blessing up, Mother Z, Yahweh be with you. Mother Z. All right. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, so if she, if, if she available, a little bit later, just say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. And we know, we know that we can um, entertain a little b
That's all you okay. need. Hallelujah. Well, you know. All right, now, mother, we're going to take a slow. Go real, give them a chance to come on the ball. Yeah, but we want to know, why are we predicament trail tribe? We all is in the same predicament, mother. Let's, let's run some things down and find out what did we agree on and what happened. What did we agree on, mother, in um, Exodus chapter 19, verse 3 down to verse 8? Let's see. What, is, what did we agree on first? We go on to Exodus chapter 19. Yeah, Exodus chapter 
you and I on the left side. Jeremiah 32, verse 33 and 39. What does it say, Mom? Jeremiah 32. Verses 30 to 33 and 39. Jeremiah 32, verse 30. For the children of Israel and the children of Judah Judah have only done evil before me from their youth. For the children of Israel have only provoke me to anger with the, with the works of their hands, says Yahweh. 31. For this city has been to me as a provocation of my anger and of my spirit from the day that they built it even until this day, that I should remove it from before my face. Verse 32. Because of all the evil of the children of Israel and of the children of Judah, which they have done to provoke me to anger, they are angry. Thy, thy king, thy prince, thy prince, priest, and their prophets is in the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. 33. And they have turned unto me the back. And not the faith. Though I taught them rising up early and teaching them, yet they have not hearkened to receive instruction. Verse 33. Verse 39. Verse 39. And I will give them one mind and one way that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of uh, their children after them. Okay. Hey, Mother, read verse 33 again, Mother. 33. Okay, read that again, Mother. That sounds very good. What is it in verse 33? Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 33. And they have turned unto me the back and not the face, though I taught them rising up early and teaching them. Yet they have not hearkened to receive instruction. He said, he said, I have taught them rising up early. He said he did it. How, how, did, he, how did he do that, Mother? I, I need to find out. How did he do that? He said he 
he did that, mother. So now, the only way we can find out what he did, as a matter of fact, we, we got a lot of time, mother. Let's, let's work with this verse again. Verse 33. Now, bring up 33 one more time, mother. Mo, one more time, we, what he said he did. Verse 33. Uh, Jeremiah 32, 32. Jeremiah 32, verse 33. And they have turned unto me the back, and not the face, though I taught them rising up early and teaching them. Yet they have not hearkened to receive instruction. Now we want to preach up that mother and find out how did how did he rise up early and they haven't paid him no mind. Now we're gonna preach up that mother to Genesis. I mean, same book, Jeremiah twenty-five, verse four. Now we're gonna preach up. So how did you mean Yahweh came down personally and talked to the people? Mm-hmm. You got what it means? We're gonna find out. Let's see how did he. Talk to people rising up early by preaching up in the Bible to Jeremiah 25, verse 4. Let's see how he did that, Mother Jeremiah 25, verse 4. Look at Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 4, reading. And the Yahweh has sent unto you all his servants to see us rising early and sending them. But you have not hearken, not incline your ear to hear. Oh, oh. So Yahweh personally didn't do anything. Angels to talk to the seer, it's the seer's responsibility to get it to those to have an ear to hear. Verse number eight. Verse eight. Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 8. Therefore, thus said the Yahweh of hosts, because you have not heard, heard, heard my word. But they not, but they not, they not, they not, they not, they not listening. The children of Israel, although he sent the fear, and what do we say in Luke 1, verse 70, pertain to the seer's mother? And Luke 1, verse 7. Let's see what he's saying in Luke 1, verse 7. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 70. Uh-huh. Luke, Luke chapter 1, verse 70. By the mouth of his righteous fear, which have been since the world beginning. Oh! So the Almighty spoke by his righteous fear since the world began. So he don't personally say nothing to you. He speaks through the seers since the world began. So that's how you get a message. That's how you get your message through the seer. He don't personally say nothing to you. He just told you how he, he operates. He speaks from the mouth of his righteous seers since the world began. And that's why I say, Mother, we have to understand what's said in Revelation 2, 
verse 4 and 5. And, and Mother E, take the time and look at Revelation 2, verse 4 and 5, and let's see what they say. We're going to take our time and walk this down. But we got plenty of time. And we're going to do some edifying through the spirit of Yahweh. So in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, what is that? Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses 4 and verse 5. Verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thus hast thou first love. Verse 5. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works. Or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thy repent. Oh, so we got to remember the first work that he gave us, Mother. Now let's come back and read again, Mother. The first work he gave the children of Israel is in Exodus chapter 3, under chapter 19, Mother. The first work he gave his children of Israel, he says, remember where you have fallen from and repent and do the first work that he gave you. What was the first work, Mother? He's coming back to Exodus chapter 19, verse 3. That's even the first work that he gave to the children of Israel. Exodus chapter 19, verse 3, down to verse 8. What was the first work? Come on in, Mother. Exodus chapter 19, verse 3 to 8. And Moses went up from Yahweh, and the Yahweh called unto him out of the mouth, saying, Thus shall the say to the family of Israel, and tell the children of Israel. Verse 4. You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bared you on eager wings, and brought you unto myself. Verse 5. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure unto me. It will all people, for all the earth is mine. Verse 6. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a righteous nation. These are the words which thou hast spoken unto the children of Israel. Verse 7. And Moses came and called for the elders of the people, and they before their faith all these words which the Yahweh commanded him. Verse 8, And all the people answered together and said, All that the Yahweh has spoken we will do. And Moses returned the word of the people to Yahweh. Hmm. Okay. So Moses trying to work. Now read verse 5 again, mother. Verse 5. 
Exodus chapter 19, verse 5. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special people, a special treasure unto me, above all people, for all the earth is mine. Mm-hmm. So your position, if you obey his voice, you'll be a special people above all nations. That's if you obey his voice. Well, now we got a precept that mother. How can, how can we obey his voice and we never heard his voice? So how do we obey his voice, mother? We're going to Acts 13, verse 26. And 27. Let's see how you obey the Almighty, the Father, and the Son's voice. Let's see how you obey the voice. We're going to preach up the Bible to Acts 13, verse 26 and 27. We're going we're trying to find out how do we obey the Almighty's voice. Acts 13, 26 and 27. The book of Acts. Chapter 13, verse 26 and 27. Verse 26. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you is Yahweh, to you is the word of this salvation sent. 27. For they that dwell at that got Judas and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voice of the fear, which are read every Sabbath. They, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. So you hear the voice of the fear every Sabbath day, and that's how you obey Yahweh's voice, through his fear. What a fear in place. When you obey his voice, you obey Yahweh's voice, when Yahweh speaks straight to the fear. And the fears, how long do they be on duty, mother? We're going to and find out about the fear. A fear is on duty for Yahweh according to the seventh chapter of First Samuel. Now, how long do a seer be on duty, mother? A seer of the Bible, and what a seer is at that present, you're supposed to obey his voice how long? Let's see what it says in 715, mother, or the book of First Samuel. How, how long do you supposed to obey the seer of the voice? Going to first Samuel seven fifteen. Uh, the book of first chapter seven verse fifteen. First Samuel chapter seven verse fifteen. First Samuel chapter Samuel chapter 7, verse 15 reads, 
and family Jewish Israel all the days of his life. Oh, so you both obey the fear all the days of his life. That's, so that's when so that's when we know we we on the right track. Now we just find out you obey the fear all the days of your life. Because long as he long as he breathing, now look at look at the latter day saints that now fear, you gotta precept that. Well uh mommy go to the book of Hebrews thirteen. Let's see can we preach up there for a lot of day saints out of Utah. He said you gotta obey the fear as long you can't replace the fear. Now that's the only part that, that the Roman Catholic Church have taken. Now they take everything from you, but they love that part. Only way you replace the Pope, you gotta die. Where you get it from? Let's see you got that from. From Children of Israel book. So what we go on, Mother, again? Hebrews 13. All right. Yeah, uh, thank you. Hebrews 13. Thank you, Mother. Uh, that's, that's good enough. 13. And we're going to pick it up around by verse number 5 through 7. Hebrews 13, 5 through 7. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 7. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Let your conversation be without covenant and be contented with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6. So that we may boldly say, the Yahweh is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Verse mm-hmm. 7. Remember them which have the ruler over you, who have spoken unto you the words of Yahweh, they follow considering the end of their conversation. Oh, so you just don't the follow the fear because you don't the fear. That's good. It says, remember them that have the rule over thee, mm-hmm. that have spoken unto you the word of Yahweh. So, so that's, who, that's who got the rule over you. Now, in place, you if he's not giving you the word of Yahweh, then you pay him no never mind. But it, you know you do that anyway. But the fear got to speak the the word of Yahweh. You got to speak the word of Yahweh. He said, "Obey them that got the rule over you, because he speaks through the fear." Now, 
Let's get a precept on that in Acts 15, 15. The book of Acts, 15, 15. Yes, ma'am. Let's look at Acts 15, 15. The book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 15. And to disagree the word of the fear as it is written. Mm-hmm. So you agree with the fear, what kind of way? As is written. If the spirit will show you what the Bible says, if he will show you what the Bible says, then you're supposed to agree if you don't understand. You agree, I agree, until Yahweh enlighten your understanding. Don't disagree with the spirit when he shows you something that's written. Agree with the spirit. What kind of way? As is written. If he's showing you scriptures, you might not understand them right away. Don't be a rebel rouser. Because you understand. Let it settle, let it set in you for a minute or two. But never pin those fear up and then want to jaw jab with the fear. That's not good. Agree with the fear. If he shows you something as it is written, then you agree. Don't you start jaw jacking because you've been taught different, wrong. So we trying to give you understanding. Now come back to Hebrews 13, verse 17, Moses. Look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, read. Obey him that have the rule over you, and submit yourself for they Watch it for your soul, as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. So it's unprofitable for you to be always jaw-dragging because you don't understand. You say, agree with the fear. Until Yahweh open your eyes, okay, I'll give a precept on that too. Give me second book of Kings, mother, fifth verse number 17. Give me second Kings 6, 17. That's the double precept. Need it. The precept was playing better than I can do it. Because I'd be thumbing all over the place with my top concept. But the Bible is it plainly, you agree to see it as it's written. So if you don't understand something, you got to wait until you get some 2 Kings 6.17. You got to wait till you get some 2 Kings 6.17. Hey, mother, what, what can I say in 2 Kings 6.17? 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Yahweh, I pray thee, open his eyes that he might see. And the Yahweh opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw, 
and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisa. So you see that, Mama? So he said, so what happened? What, what happened, Mama? Yeah, we trying to broadcast six nights a week. We, we got to open their eyes up, Mama, see, and to repent and to remember what we have fallen from as a nation. See, as the 12 tribes of Israel, all the promises made for us to be above all nations, but, but we want to bottom all nations. So something must have happened. So how can we repent unless we find out what happened? Why are the 12 tribes of Israel scattered? I don't care where you at or where she at. They got to go get their paycheck from somebody look like somebody else. When you get their paycheck and the money they spend and the money they got in their pocket, it look like somebody else. So that's so... That ain't being above all nations. That means you are on certitude to all nations. See? So we got to find out what happened. Let's go to Romans chapter 13 now, Mother Eve. We got to find out what happened. Where have, what caused the 12 tribes of Israel, I mean, like a masterpiece? Every tribe of Israel is on the bottom. It ain't a tribe of Israel in a right position. Nowhere. So this gotta be divine. If something must have been to be with all twenty tribes on part of the bottom. And we read in forty nine twenty eight, all twelve tribes was up on a blessing. So this ain't no blessing right now, so what all happened? That's why we gotta come humble. And tell you plainly, listen, we need your help. We need you to get in where you fit in at. We need land to grow our own food. Put our greenhouses in. We need trucks to go get the wild lemons and everything we need to bring it back and put it in the greenhouse. We need our own, a bigger temple a school, a banquet hall, and a radio station. We need for you around the world to hit that PayPal. He'll tell you exactly how you do it, to do it. Because what are we going to do? we got to simple base for those that got an ear to hear, and we got to keep the Sabbath day a little bit longer than what that's how we got trained teachers get prepared to go a little longer. The land, school, banquet hall, and radio station need to be big. Even have for the big dignitaries a sleepover quarter because the word is supposed to go from the word is supposed to go on the Sabbath day the word is supposed to go on the Sabbath day with no pause. On the Saturday, the word folks go exactly like this. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. 
Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. See, that's when we know Yahweh will be kicking in. We have to get in a place where it's large enough to have additional rooms where the teachers can come in and give a shadow, then wake up and then tap the teacher on the shoulder and teach some more. We have to make sure that's going to happen. The Saturday got to run up from 9 o'clock. So that's why we got to call it broadcast humble and see. Um, we gotta we gotta see mother um, Psalms ninety four sixteen. We gotta we gotta we gotta see what what it said in Psalms ninety four sixteen, mother. The book of Psalms ninety four verse sixteen. Yep. Nine four, chapter 9, verse 16. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the works of the living? So, so we, we got to find out who will stand up. Because we won't stand up because the class has got to go all around the clock. And that's why we got to have one base that they can come in at any given time, they get off of work or whatever, and come straight to the temple site, and a teacher will be right there ready to, and class is going on around the clock. Set in if you teach your place. And then in the wee wee hour, a teacher still be in place. So we got to get the people prepared what to come. So, and once we line up with this Bible, teaching around the clock on the Sabbath day, Yahweh will intervene and Yahweh will give us a double. He's going to give us a double. But we got to make sure we line up with this book. But right now, he can't recognize us because of, he can't recognize us because of our own doing. Keep a precept on that, mother. Let, let me show you. He don't recognize us, mother. Let's go to Ezekiel and show you solidly that he did not recognize us, mother. Because he recognized us from the pages of the book. So in Ezekiel 14, it'll tell us something, mother. In Ezekiel 14, let's see what he says at verse 5. Down to verse number 8. We're going to Ezekiel 14. Matter of fact, read, read verse 2, then skip down to 5 through 8. Let's see you said, my week. We got a lot of time, so we, you know, we can walk this down. And Ezekiel 14, verse 2, 5 down to verse 8. Let's lay, let's lay a nice, nice top part of seven days. Good taping, so they can hear it. Play it back in a sleep. 
all over the world. They can play it back anytime. And Ezekiel 14, verse 2, 5, down to verse 8. What does it say that The book of Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 2, and verse 5 to 8. Verse 2 reads, And the word of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, Verse 5, That I may take the family of Israel and their own mind, because they are all estranged from me through their altar. Verse 6, Therefore, Say unto the family of Israel, Thus said the Yahweh, Repent and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away your face from all your abominations. Verse 7 For every one of the family of Israel are uh, of the stranger. That so joined in Israel, which separated himself from me of his hours in his mind, and put it this stumbling block of his iniquity, sin before his face, and coming to a fear to inquire of him concerning me. I, the Yahweh, will answer him by myself. And I will set my face against that man and will make him a sign and a proverb. And I will cut him off from the midst of my people. And you shall know that I am the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Read verse 5 again, Mother. Ezekiel 14, verse 5. That I may take the family of Israel in their own mind, because they are all estranged from me through their hours. You hear, Mother?
See, one thing about it, mother, when you get in there and take a swing at it, Yahweh knows. He knows. He's taking a swing at it, and that's what it's all about. You got a lot of them that can get on for the crown, but they but they act like the devil. They don't even exist. Well, they did, they'd be ready to go. You don't take this, this you don't take this lightly, and that's what we do. We take this thing lightly. So we're gonna find out about that word I just said a minute ago a little bit later. Ezekiel chapter twenty, verse four, five. Ezekiel chapter twenty. Verse 4 and 5, 23 to 25. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 4. But thou judge him, son of man, but thou judge him, cause him to know the abomination of their fathers. Verse 5. And say unto them, Thus said the Yahweh, in the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hands unto the seed of the family of Israel and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, the house of bondage, when I lifted up my hands unto them, saying, I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Verse 23. Verse 23 reads, I lifted up my hands unto them also in the wilderness, that I would scatter them among the nations and disperse them through the country. Verse 24. Because they had not executed because they had not executed my judgment but had despised my statutes and had polluted my Sabbath and their eyes were after their father's house. Verse 25. Wherefore, I gave them also statutes that were not good and judgment whereby they should not live. Mm. So he say, because they polluted my Sabbath day, mother, and they eyes after their fathers. He said, verse 25, Therefore I gave them also statutes that was not good. Judgment, wherefore they should not live. He said, I gave you things. Now you got things that's going to kill you now. So now you're doing things contrary to the Bible. He said, things you got now is going to kill you. I got you now eating, eating pigs. I got you eating hog now. And that's going to kick you. That will keep your blood pressure up. I got you calling on the wrong name. Lord God, Jesus, Allah, and Jehovah. That's going to destroy you. He said, I'm the one who gave it to you. Why? Because you, because you threw it in my Sabbath day. You, you, 
you agreed to take care of you, me. And he, he, he made it plain, mother, hey, mother, hey, mother, he made it plain in 2 Maccabees 4.17. Listen to what he said, mother, in 2 Maccabees 4.17. And Mother Z, whenever you're ready to jump in, just give me a, 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 a hallelujah, and we know you're ready to get in and, and swing, swing for a home run, too. And Second Maccabees 4, 17, he said, okay. he, said he said something, Mother. He said, I'm going to read verse 24 again. Because they would not execute my judgment, but they have despised my statutes. And they have polluted my staff. And the eyes was after their father's eyes. He said, I give you I give you stuff that's not good. And what and what you doing not good? Not keeping the Sabbath day. Not keeping them feast days. Not wearing them fringes. And uh look what he says, mother, in second Maccabees four seventeen. Second Maccabees chapter four, verse seventeen. But it is not a light thing to do wickedness against the law of Yahweh. But but the time following shall declare these things. You read that, mother? You said it's not a light thing. People don't listen, mother. It's not a light thing to do wicked against Yahweh's law, statutes, and commandments. It is not a light thing. We don't know what we plan with when we uh, do not keep his law, statutes, and commandments. He said it's not a light thing. Matter of fact, precept that mother in 2 Ezra 7.21. Did we say in 2 Ezra 7.21? See, we think the Sabbath day, you can, you can just take it lightly. You can have cops the Sabbath day missing. It's not a light thing to not keep that Sabbath day. Because the Sabbath day, we're going to read what the Sabbath day is shortly after this verse. Let's see what it says, Mother. 2nd Ezra 721. 2nd Ezra 7, verse 21. But Yahweh has given straight commandments to such as come, and what they should do to live, even as they come, and what they should observe to avoid punishment. You see that? He don't gave you, he don't gave us, oh, how do we not So he don't gave us straight instructions to, to to avoid punishment to live but we pray no never mind so now mother not come back to second Maccabees seven I mean second Maccabees four seventeen hey. so young lion on change the tip of Yahweh so you see that so we we'll talk up the young lion that's the big thing second Book of um, Maccabees 4.17. Second book of Maccabees 
Second book of Maccabees, chapter 4, verse 17. Second Maccabees, chapter 4, verse 17. But it is not a light thing to do wickedly against the law of Yahweh, but the time follows here declare. It's not a right thing, mother. See, mother. see, we got to make sure we tell them. We got to make sure we declare and tell them it's not a right thing to not keep these seven days. Friday, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. It's not a right thing to go home on the seven days. It's nothing right about this, mother. This is big business. That's why we got to come humble and let them know that Yahweh is very... And he gave us, and what did he do, Mother, in uh, Ezekiel 20, verse 25 again? What did Yahweh do, Mother? What did Yahweh do in Ezekiel 20? Ezekiel chapter. Yeah, what, 20, 20, verse 25. What, what did he do? Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 25. Therefore, I give them also straight. I give them also statutes that were not good and judge and judgment whereby they should not be. So what do you do, Mama? What do you do again, Mama? You give them statutes and judgment. Whereby they should not live. You see that? And, and so you see? So you see what he did? By, by us not keeping what he tells the chief. So now we we not we taking the Sabbath day lightly. See, we taking the Sabbath day lightly. He said, I'm going to give you things that's not good. So now mm-hmm. the reason why we got everybody running out, doing Sunday, uh, false holiday, false worship day, that's by, the, that's by Yahweh has done it to us because we have broke the everlasting covenant. And so now I got to get a precept on that, mother. In the 24th chapter of Isaiah, mother, so this is what will happen, mother. That's how the spirit of Yahweh leads. So in the 24th chapter of the book of Isaiah. So now we see now the reason why our people now is doing Sunday, Lord of God and Jesus, is because of Yahweh is very upset with his people. So he gave up shackles is not good. So now we're talking about Jehovah, Lord God and Jesus, and Allah. So he don't give up shackles is not good, mother. And what will happen to the world behind that that we can read? We're going to read that in the 24th chapter, Mother. Mm-hmm. What has happened in 24, mm-hmm. verse number, let's see what, in 24, verse 1, Mother, let's read a little bit. In 24, verse 1 of Isaiah, let's see what will happen, Mother. Isaiah chapter 24, verse 1. 
Behold, Yahweh maketh the earth empty and maketh it waste and turneth it upside down and scatter abroad the inhabitants thereof. Uh-huh, okay. And uh, what he says in uh, verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5 reads, The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof, because they have transgressed the law, changed the order, Broken the everlasting covenant. You see what happened, mother? That's it, mother. You see what y'all happened? And uh, the young lion will come on, and, and uh, he's going to tell us about who all carry broadcast and all this good stuff. You know what mother? Let me say here. The earth is defiled of the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the law and changed the ordinance. And uh, broken the everlasting covenant. Verse 6. Look what he said in verse 6, mother. Verse 6. Isaiah chapter 24, verse 6. Therefore has he, therefore has the curse devised the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned and few men left. Hallelujah, right. You see that most? So now you see what happened? Uh, us, the twelve tribes of Israel that was upon the flesh, have not done the Bible. After making the agreement in the 19th chapter, all that Yahweh have said, we will do. Now look what will happen. From that, we got statues that's not good. That's why we do on Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and eat hog. And eat catfish and shrimp. He says in 24 verse 6, therefore have the curse have devoured the earth. So, mother, see what we up on now, mother? We up on the curse. Because he made a claim to us, mother, in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 19 and 20. Hey, mother, he made a claim to us, and we're going to bring the young lion in, and the young lion will tell you who all bring this broadcast and all the good stuff that he want to say. He'll get a little long with it, and we're going to uh, keep it moving. And that's a great thing. Young lion, Brother McKay, you'll be coming out of Charlotte. So now, Mother, what's, what's going on that we can read in the book called Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 19 and 20? Look what he said there, Mother. Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 19 and 20. Verse 19. I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh, walk in my statutes and keep my judgment and do them. Verse 20. And hollow my statutes 
and they shall be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. So, Mother, if we're not keeping the Sabbath day, we do not have a sign. The sign between him and the 12 tribes of Israel. The other nations got to follow behind us. See, Mother, we ain't got the sign, Mother. The sign is you got to keep the Sabbath day. That's the sign. Then Yahweh is with us. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. See that, Mama? See, by us violating the Friday night, the Saturday night, Sabbath day, we're going to curse. See, if the world got to know this, mother, we're going to curse. But back in the days, in Sacramento Maccabees, we're going to bring the young line in after this. In Sacramento Maccabees, mother, you know, once upon a time ago, we knew that we were doing wrong. But today, we don't think we, we, we don't. We, we take it as a light thing. And Yahweh said, it's not a light thing to not do the Friday night, Saturday night. It's not a light thing. Second Maccabees 7, verse 30 to 32. See, we play this as a light thing. This is, this is big business. That's why the says he always the first one in, last one leave, because he has chose the here. We got to do this business. To get this Matthew 25, 21, well done, my good and faithful servant. James 5, 20, where you can help a sinner and help him from his wicked ways. It had a multitude of your faults. I got plenty. So I'm going to give it all I got. And we read in the book of Jonah, chapter 3, 1, 2, and 3. He told Jonah to go to Nineveh. And he said, from where you at now, Jonah, it takes three days to get there. And Jonah got there in one day. What was he doing? He was picking them up and laying them down. So Yahweh can intervene. And he's going to intervene. We got to pick them up and lay them down when it comes down to Yahweh's feast day, Sabbath day, and get in where we've been in at. We got to give it all we got. Because we clear, according to Psalm 17 of Romans, you call things, although they're not as they are, it's going to be big land. It's going to be trucks. It's going to be trucks to go to the borderline and get the wallet. Why do we got to wait three months to get a wallet? We're going to have trucks to go to the borderline and meet them in top of the country. Load up and bring them back to the greenhouse. The young lions prophesied about greenhouses. But we prophesied about school, big school, big temple, 
big banquet hall, big radio station. We prophesizing on it because it's going to happen. But what we got to do, we got to come back to the law, statutes, and commandments with the urgency. Then Yahweh going to give us a double increase. We got to really do like what Jonah did, third chapter, rain, sleet, or snow. We got to roll. So Yahweh don't want to control the wealth. Yahweh controls everything. I, Yahweh, do all things according to Isaiah 45, verse 5, 6, and 7. He won't credit for everything. So when it's cold outside, who made it cold? Yahweh. If it's warm outside, who made it? Yahweh. If it's raining, who did it? Yahweh. Give him all the credit. Because he'll check you and see if you're going to take care of my business, rain, sleet, or snow. And how you going to be able to help others if we don't leave by example, Sister Nordic Camp? So, so when they come to the school, going to be, we got to be able to that regardless, you will suffer because everybody in the 12th chapter of Hebrew, he said, you're going to suffer. I'm going to go hit you in your mouth. But if you endure to hit in the mouth, I deal with you as sons and daughters. You're going to suffer. You're going to sweat. You're going to cry. All is going to happen, but your reward is the kingdom. If you don't get in the kingdom on earth, you don't get in the fire on earth. It's up to you. You're going to become humble. So let me say in second Maccabees 7, verse 30 to 32, and we're going to bring the young lion in, and the young lion going to uh, uh, put them on the table. We'll put a couple more on the table, and we're going to turn to the young lion let him. Let him roll. And that was all about. Because you, you got to know who labor among you. This, this is big business we're doing. Second matter of these seven. Verse 30 and 32. What did it say there, Mother? Mother E, what did it say? First Maccabees chapter 7, verse 30 to 32. First Maccabees mm-hmm. chapter 7, verse 30. First Maccabees chapter two, seven, chapter seven, verse thirty. While she was yet speaking these words, the young man said, <clears throat> "Wait, before I will what not." What do you mother? Hey, mother. Hey, what? You you read Second Maccabees chapter two. Okay, Second Maccabees chapter thirty, thirty-one to thirty-two. Second Maccabees chapter no, seven. Not, not. Yes, ma'am. Seven. Chapter seven, thirty, thirty-one, and thirty-two. That's right. Second Maccabees chapter seven, verse thirty. But as he was yet speaking. These words, the young man said, Whom waited you for? I will not obey the king's commandment. 
but I will obey the commandments of the law that was given unto our father by Moses. 31. And thou that hast been the author of all his evil against the Hebrews shall not escape the hands of Yahweh. 32. For we suffer because of our sin. 32. That's big, that's big, Moses. Hey, Maurice, that's big, Moses. That's big. Read that verse again, Moses. So, what, what they say again, Moses, in, um, what they say again, verse 32? Uh, 2 Maccabees chapter 7, verse 32. For we suffer because of our sins. Okay. Now back up a little bit more. And what did Yahweh say behind that? Back up a little bit more. What did Yahweh say behind? We suffer for because our sin. We're saying 31. Second Matthew chapter 7, verse 31. And thou that has been the author of all this against the Hebrews shall not Escape the hand of Yahweh. See that, Mother? See He said, Look here. He said, Those that are doing contrary to what he got on the table, you're not going to escape the big hands of Yahweh. The big black hands. The big black hands are going to get you sooner or later. You're not going to escape it. He's going to get you sooner or later. He's going to get you. That's what he's saying, Mother. That's what he's saying. You're not going to take the big hand. He said, but we, he said, read verse 32 again, Mother. Verse 32 again. Hmm. Second Matthew, chapter 7, verse 32. Uh-huh. Well, we suffer because of our sins. You see that, Mother? You see that, Moses? The reason why we're in trouble today, Moses, is because we sin against the mighty one. We're not keeping the law, statutes, and the commandments as we agreed to do in Exodus chapter 19, verse 3 out of verse 8. The reason why we as a complete 12-tribe nation, the reason why we're on the bottom everywhere that the 12-tribe bloodline is at, because we would not keep the law, statutes, and the commandments. So he says in Ezekiel 20, verse 25, I gave you statutes that was not good. I gave you hoggy. I gave you Sunday keepers. I gave you Lord God, Jesus, and Jehovah. That's not good for you children of Israel. Because even one name will get you salvation. If I gave it to you, why? You don't do what I tell you to do. You take the Sabbath day lightly. The Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, and we got six locations. South Carolina, Baltimore, Maryland, Kankakee, 
Detroit, Springfield, Illinois, Chicago, six locations, and you ain't getting in where you fit in it? You going to sit there and drag your feet and take it lightly? The man is going to do you some damage. Because remember what he said, Mother, in St. John 7, verse 6. Hey, Mother. Hey, Mother E, what he said in St. John 7, verse 6. St. John, chapter 7, verse 6, read. St. John, chapter 7. The book of St. John, chapter 7, verse 6, read. St. John, chapter 7, verse 6, read. Then Yahweh said unto them, my time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. You see that, Mother? He said he knew his time because he read the book. He knew how long he had. But our time is always ready. That's why those sins and Mother Eve come on and give it all we got because we're not guaranteed nothing. So you got to give it all you got. Your time is always ready. So don't fumble around with this man business. If this man tell you you got to have a Jonah spirit, and third chapter of Jonah, we're not going to read it no more. Jonah was sent to take care of some business for y'all clock. He said, Jonah, it takes three days to get there, Jonah. When y'all let Jonah loose, Jonah got there in one day. You know why? Because he know this man for real. What is it going to take for us to understand this man for real? Mm-hmm. So we're going to bring the young lion in and say, who all bring the broadcast and what all we got going on? And we're bring the young lion back. You know, taking the mic, the, uh, the mask off, so that means he's ready to holler and grand style. That's a great thing. So when you meet the young lion, Brother Kaya Israel, that up-and-coming teacher out of Camp 1, Brother Kaya Israel, Yahweh bless you there. Sir Israel of T. Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that young lion. Glad to hear that young lion. Now, young lion, who all can is broadcast? We we haven't been kind of looked up on who all can is broadcast. I know they'll be doing it and in Grand South. So, who all can is broadcast, young lion? And let's find out what we need to know. Then we're going to throw about three more good scriptures on the table. And we're going to turn over to you there, young lion, and, and see if we're going to wrap back. But like I said again, we are perfectly clear that it's going to be a big school, big land, big temple, banquet hall. If we perfectly clear, it's going to be. So, but. The thing we got to do is get everybody caught. If you don't, when it happens, you have to see it all over the place. That place is going to be too big for the kids being in the place at the same time. That's why we got to give it up and grand style and be prepared for the big dignitaries to fly in and have a sleeping quarter for them. And then, we, and then remember, when we get into the big place, the Sabbath day, goes from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. That means we got to train teachers to be ready 
to start the class, then he got to be, the next teacher got to be in his quarters, get some rest, tap him on the shoulder, and run that thing all around the clock. That's how it's going to be. We prophesizing how it's going to be. But we got to see who really step up to the plate and get in where they fit in at. So, young man, whoever brings this broadcast and young man, take your time to hold this microphone there, young man. Come on, here. Come on. All right, here's Rev Steve Roy. Well, we know right now Law Talk Radio, and we also know that we do have our Pal Talk Radio in session as well. But we also have our YouTube page set up, and you can tune in to our YouTube page at B O T T Y Tribe Y H D H. Once again, you can tune in to our YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y-Y-H-D-A. Now, we also have our Facebook page up and rolling. For all those who like to tune in on the Facebook page, you can log in to our Facebook page under the name Sir Israel. Once again, you can log in to our Facebook page under the name Sir Israel. Now, if you have any questions and comments for our uh, YouTube page or our Facebook page, you can type in at the bottom there on the comment and get the ball game rolling, ask the questions, put down your comments, and we will get back with you once we get the opportunity to read them. Any one of the members of the 61 accounts, we'll be able to get back with you and respond to your questions. As long as according to Thus Says Yahweh, we also have our TikTok page up and rolling as well. It's actually the same name as our YouTube page, which our YouTube page is called B-O-T-T-Y Try So that makes our TikTok page called the same thing, B-O-T-T-Y Try So we want you all to tune in to our TikTok page that we have set up. And listen to a few little snippets that we have uploaded on our page. And if you have any questions or comments, we ask you all to call in to our international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, we ask you all to call in to our international phone line at 224-600-5579. So we come to you and want you all to stay in tune with the good book and learn according to what you can read, according to Romans 15, 15. Well, Acts 15, 15, Romans 15, 4, and some thus says Yahweh. We also ask you all to, when you tune in, to be big ears and look mouth. We ask you all to write down your questions and your comments down on your papers and take big notes before you call in. So we also want you all to be able to um, be aware of what's spoken to you according to, like we say, you can read, and we only get our first Peter chapter 4, verse 10, I mean chapter 2, verse 10 and verse number, I mean verse 20, 10 and 11, sorry about that. We'll correct myself on that. So we want to make sure we get our first Peter on, and we want to make sure we go according to 
some thus says Yahweh that we can read. We ask you all that we get our first stone, chapter 4, verse 10, and verse number 11. So we're going to speak according to the words of Yahweh. So uh, as you all tune in, we do ask you all to be prepared to be big ears and lip mouth once again. And we're about to turn the show back over to our seer Israel of Seaboard. Hallelujah. Yo, man. All smile, man. So, young lion, we're going to throw a, a few verses on the table with your mother and yourself, and then we're going to turn it over to you and let you uh, take, take it on in. But we want to um, take a look at, again, we'll say to the young lion, y'all probably get to that thing right. Y'all probably get to that thing right. Oh, see you right. Hallelujah. 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 We want to find out, you know, Two, four, and five again, end time property revelation. What is it, young man? You can get some fingers kind of going the right direction. Go back to Revelation 2, 4, and 5. Revelation, and we live top part of seven day, all the camps is ready to go. They're doing their thing. And we prepare out, we prepare a memo. It's going to be. Big, 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 big land, big school, banking already up this book. We got to get the teachers in place. But when this thing happens, we're going to have to be going around the clock on the Saturday. So we got to get teachers prepared to, to be able to fly in on the Saturday and have a resting quarters for them. And we got to understand all around the clock. Because Yahweh's going to be a, gonna, this ministry going to be the one that take care of this business. So we got to get prepared. How we get prepared? Now, understand one thing. We got to have a Jonah spirit. And the third chapter of Jonah, it said, Jonah, get on down in Nineveh. It took you three days to get that Jonah. Jonah said, okay, really. Jonah got there in one day. You know what he's doing? Pick him up and lay him down. Yahweh got a blessing for us when we pick him up and lay him down. So, uh, what you ready to read, young man? Going to the book of Revelation, chapter 2. We'll read verse 4 and verse number 5. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 4, read. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you, because you have left your first love. Verse 5. Remember, therefore, from when you are fallen, and repent, and do the first work, or else I will come unto you quick, and will remove your candlestick out of this this place, except you repent. He said... Remember your first love, young lion. That's a big verse. And the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 17, what, what, what is he saying about this great love thing? Wisdom of Solomon, I mean, uh, pro, make it Proverbs. Proverbs 8, 17. All right. Going to the book of Proverbs, chapter 8. We'll pick it up at verse number 17. Going to the book of Proverbs, chapter 8. We'll pick it up at verse number 17. The book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 17 reads, I love them that love me, and those that teach me early shall find me. So he loved the ones that do what, young man, according to that verse? 
I love them that love me and those who seek him early. Right. So he loved the ones that love him, and they're going to seek him early. That's the one he loves, the one that seeks him. So how do you love Yahweh for him to love you back? Let's go to um, St. John 14, verse 15, down to verse 21. St. John 14, verse 15 to 21. So how do we love him? Because he said, now, if you love me, I love them that love me. That's what he says. So in St. John chapter 14, verse 15 and 21, y'all line, tap the national audience out to you on the clock tonight. Right. We're going to St. John chapter 14, verse 15, down to verse 21. The book of St. John chapter 14, verse 15 and 21, 15 degrees. If you love me, keep my command. Mm. 16. And I will pray the Father, and he should give you another comfort. Mm-hmm. And he may abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither know him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Verse 19. Yet a little while. And the world sees me no more. But you see me, because I live, you shall live also. Mm-hmm. At that day, you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. 21. He that have my commandments, and keep them. He it is that love me. And he that love me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him. And we'll manifest myself through him. Mm. Or keep down, down twenty-four there. That's that, that big talk you're talking there, you know. Right? Go ahead. They're going to down some more. Verse 22. Do the section to him, not after Yahweh. How is it that you will manifest yourself unto us uh-huh. and not unto the world? 23. Yahweh the Son acted and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my word. Mm. And my father will love him. And he will come unto him. And make our abodes with him. Mm-hmm. Verse 24. He that love me, keep not my saying. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the father, but the father which sent me. Read verse 24 again and 26. Verse 24. And verse number 26. The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 24, verse 26, 24 reads, He that love me now, is not my thing. Mm. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. 26. But the covenant which is the righteous spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, bring all things to your remembrance, Whatsoever I have said unto you. You see that? So you know, read 24 again to the national audience that you don't learn. Verse 24 again. The book of John, chapter 14, verse 24. Verse 24 reads, He that love me not, he not my thing. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. Hmm. You say the ones that love me not, 
they're going to pay keeping in law statutes of commandments as a cameo. I'm more in love than not. See, but he made it plain in St. John 12, 46 down to verse 50. He made it plain there, young man. What he said in St. John chapter, what I say? 12. 12. Yes, sir. 46 down to verse 50. What does it read? Book of St. John chapter 12, verse 46. Book of St. John chapter 12. Mother in the fifth chapter 
on Revelation. Pick up verse 1. We'll read to get our point. Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. Let's, let's read about this, uh, how this thing happened, Mom. 5, verse 1. Book of Revelation, chapter 5, verse 1. Revelation, chapter 5, verse 1. Revelation, chapter 5, verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sit on the throne a book written within and on the back side seal, seven seals. Verse 2. And I saw as a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? Verse 3. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, able to open the book, neither to look their own. Verse 4. And I wept much. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look their own. Verse 5. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the Lamb of the, the Lord of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. So, mother, we got to be clear to teach this word. The only one going to be able to loose this book and get your feet back on his feet. It must come from the tribe of Judah. This book has been sealed. But we, uh, Yahweh, born from to his life, going to open this book up. That has been sealed. We're going to open this book up. But what we got to do is start with ourselves. We got to understand something about this man's business, a uh, young lion. We know that you're holding that Leviticus chapter 19, but let's go to Luke 21, 36, 37, young lion. We got to get this out the way. See, to us to, see we got to lead by example. We got to unlock this book, but we got to unlock this book uh, according to, give me First Peter first, that young lion. First Peter 20, Chapter 2, verse 20 and 25 first. Let's, let's get warmed up with that. See, we got to unlock this book. And that's why it's so important to donate a contribution to this ministry so we can make this thing happen because it's going to happen. And y'all are going to ask you one thing. You mean you, you knew that you're supposed to donate to the ministry and you didn't do it? And then you can pay the price for it. Because this thing gonna go forward. So those that get in with the general spirit, three, one, two, three, and and get an uh, urgency on by getting that getting them funds in, but so we can do what it's gonna 
what's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, Jim, where you been in at? Look at saying First Peter chapter 2, verse 29 and verse 25. Let's say, y'all, huh? Going to the book of First Peter chapter 2. We're going to pick it up at verse 20 and read down to verse 25. Mm-hmm. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 20, read. For well, what glory is it if when you be buffed for your buff, yeah, you should take your patience. That's right. But if when you do well and suffer for it, you take your patience. That's right. It is acceptable with your buff. So, uh, when you get up, start moaning, groaning, because you have a setback. You say, no, no, no. Everybody's going to have a setback. Everybody stop to see a first. You'll get a big time setback. But take it with patience because this is the will of Yahweh is to try you to make sure how you have somebody else if you don't have no setback. When it comes before you and the present temple to come, well, you don't have a setback. You say, hey, that happened to everybody. But this is what you do. Because it's going to happen to you. That means you must be coming in to see some Yahqua. Go ahead. Verse 21. For even here unto where you called, because Yahqua the Son also suffered for us. Yes. Leaving us an example. Leaving us an example. And you shall follow his steps. You got to follow his steps. Okay, there you go right there. So we got to follow his steps. That's where we at right now. And where is his steps at? Luke 21. Figure verse 36. What does his steps say, young line? Let's find by his steps. We got to follow his steps. What does his steps say? Luke 21, 36, 37. We're going to the book of Luke. Chapter 21. We're going to pick it up at verse number 36 and verse number 37. Uh-huh. The book of Luke. Chapter 21. Verse 36 reads. Neither can they die anymore. Oh, go ahead. Brother Luke, chapter 21, verse 36 and verse 37. Watch ye, therefore, and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape of all these things that shall come to pass Mm -hmm. and to stand before the Son of Man. 37. And in in the day time, he was teaching in the temple. Yes. And at night he went out and abode in the mount that is called the Mount of Olives. Mm-hmm. And at daytime he was, he, was, he was teaching. So what's that day mean in 1 verse 5? Hey, Marie, what's that day mean in 1 verse 5 and 31 of Genesis? What do you mean by the daytime he was, he, he, was, he was teaching? What does that mean he was teaching in the daytime? Genesis chapter 1 verse 5 and 31. What's that mean? He was teaching in the daytime, and at evening he left up out of there. What do you mean by the daytime? Uh-huh. It's Genesis chapter 1, verse 5 and 31. Look at Genesis yes, chapter 1, verse 5. And Yahweh called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Oh, so the evening and the morning at the first day. So he was teaching on sundown Friday. That was that was the morning part of the Sabbath day, and he didn't leave until the closing part of it when the night came. That's why I said that's big business. Verse thirty-one. Verse thirty-one. 
Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So Yahweh came in the, in the temple, according to Luke chapter 1, young line, verse 5, 8 down to verse 11. Let's see where Yahweh came in the temple. Let's see where we came. So Yahweh came into the temple when the sun set on Friday. And he was he didn't leave until the sun set on Saturday. That was that was that's why we know that we're gonna have to have a big temple. And we got sleeping quarters for the teachers. Gonna the Sabbath they gotta run all the way through. It ain't no cutoff period. He wants to run all the way through it's going to happen. Prophesying is going to happen. Luke chapter 1, verse 5, 8 down to verse 11. Because see, people are going to need a word in the middle of the night, in the middle of the morning. Teachers got to be ready to y'all going to give us a double increase. Luke 1, young line, verse 5, skip down to 8 through 11, says what? Luke chapter 1, verse 5, then skip it down, 8 down to verse number 11. Book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 5, read. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Yajaju, a certain priest named Zechariah, of the court of Abijah, and his wife was of the elders of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So, good. And read another verse, what happened in verse 6? Verse 6. And they were both righteous before the wife of Yahweh. That means both of them kept law, statutes, and commandments. So when you got a better head and you're around whoever, you both got to be on the same page with Yahweh. You can't be half cocked. Now, now, you, now you got Yahweh saying, that's what I want to see. If you're in a relationship, both of you got to be on the same page. You got to be keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. Get down to verse 8. Okay. No. Chapter 1, verse number 8, down 11. Verse 8 reads, And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before Yahweh in the order of his court. In the order of his, the order of his court. Verse number 9. According to the custom of the priest's office, his, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the wife. What's that mean? His job was to get there and turn the lights on. His job was to burn incense, mean when he got down to the, it wasn't no Conway Edison there. So he had to come in there and light all the cameras up, light them up, get things fired up, because somebody was wanting to get in and decide who, who was ready to want to get in. Verse number 10. Book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 10 reads. And the whole multitude of the people uh-huh. were praying without at the time of incense. Hey, that's something. That means everybody was outside waiting in the dark, praying. They didn't t- it wasn't a light thing. They know it wasn't a light thing not to be in that Saturday class. They waiting on the field. Get in there. Hey, open, get your lights on. Get something going on. They are outside praying at night. And he had to get in there. Put the keys in there and light the place up that the people's in. 
Let them teachers in there and get that Saturday going. Saturday when the sun set on Friday. He ain't gonna be lighting no lighting no candles up in no twelve one o'clock in the afternoon. He was there at night because Yahweh's Saturday starts at night. The evening and the morning make a day. So the early Sabbath day is when you first when the sun set. Yahweh was making his way to the temple. And that's what we got to do. I'm telling you, when we start making our way to the temple like Yahweh tells us to do, this man got no choice but to, but to do us a Deuteronomy 8, verse 3 and 4. What did it say that young line? Deuteronomy 8, verse 3 and 4. And 6. And 11. And 16 and 17. Going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 3, 4, 6, 11, 16, and 17. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 3, and then read. And he humbled you, and suffered you to humble, and fed you with malice. But you know it's not. Neither did your fathers know that he might make you known that men do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the wise Yahqua and do and do it man live. Verse number four. Your ramming wax not whole. I don't okay, you got that six. Verse six. Therefore, you shall keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, mm-hmm. to walk in his way and to fear him. Verse number 11. Mm-hmm. Beware you. You forget not. Now, read, read the word. word, 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 word the more people in that word. Verse number 11. Beware that you mm-hmm. forget not the Yahweh, your Yahweh, yeah. and not keeping his commandments. Beware. Can you beware? Beware. You either have to be with her, like Clark is saying, beware that you don't forget to keep them laws, statutes, and commandments. Can you beware now? Go ahead. And not keeping his commandments and his judgments yeah. and his statutes, which I command you this day. Mm-hmm. Let's get down 16 and 17. Verse 16 and verse 17. Who fed you in the wilderness with manna, yeah. which your father knew not. Uh-huh. And he might humble you, and then he might prove you to do you good at that at your lighter end. So, so Yahweh, what will Yahweh do for you? Do you good. He'll prove you. Before he give you the increase, he's going to prove you. He's going to see if you ready for this. But he ain't going to let you... That you be kept long. First thing he'll do is prove you. He's going to take you to a, a nosebleed. Let's see, can you stand a nosebleed and still have a jolly spirit on you? Huh? He's going to check you out. You won't have to have a nosebleed. You won't have to drop to your knees and be made very low because he's proving you. Because how you help others? If, you, if your nose ain't never been bled, so I come in, man, my nose bleeds. Okay, let's straighten that nose out. 
ain't nothing you'll know or believe. That's Yahweh approving you. Because when you come into Yahweh, you you going to hit you in that note. Make you bloody all over the place. Just to prove you is see if you're going to take care of his business worthy. That's what he's saying. He's going to prove you. And then all of a sudden, you'll look up, and the increase going to be all over the place. Because he's going to prove you and see if you're going to step into the place and get busted in the nose and see if you're ready to go rain, sweep, or snow when it comes down to Yahweh's business. Come on. Find out 
about this ancient time, what he quotes. Let's go to Second Chronicles 24. Yeah, young line. We're going to Second Chronicles 24. We're look at verse 4, 5, 8, down to verse 14. Listen, Yahweh gave the children of Israel, he said, the reason why there was so much wealth in the temple, and the temple had gold all over the place, because the people even out in Europe, Asia, they stepped up and had people dedicated to come all the way to the temple of the southern kingdom and bring their contributions and their donations in. So whether you come to the temple or not, send in, go to that PayPal, hit that PayPal, or have somebody come by and drop it in one way or the other and get the blessing Yahweh guaranteed. Get that 10% in and watch how Yahweh works things according to all willingly doing this man's business. Because it's going to be a big school, a big banquet hall, big radio station, big temple. All this going to happen. But we got to roll our sleeves up and stop playing no never mind when you know you got the money to take out what Yahweh tell you take out that 10% and get to the temple and watch the stand on board and get your blessing. Let's see what happened in old times. Second Chronicles 24, verse 4, 5, 8 through 14. Come on, young man. Let's read about some ancient times when this happened. All right. We're going to the book of Second Chronicles. Chapter 24, verse 4, 5, 8, down to verse 14. Second Chronicles, chapter 24, verse 4, read. And it came to pass after this that Josiah was, was minded to repair the temple of the Yahweh. Yeah. Verse 5. And he gathered together the priests, the Levites, and said to them, Go out unto the cities of Yahweh, and gather up all Israel money to repair the temple of your Yahweh. Wait, wait, tell us the leadership of Jews, the elders of Jews, what again? He said to go gather this temple. He said, go out into the cities of Yahweh, Judah. Yeah. And gather all Israel money to repair the temple of your Yahweh. Go out there and get the money to repair, to build the temple of Yahweh. Go ahead, read. Okay. He said, to repair the temple of your Yahweh from year to year. From year to year. So there so ain't no cameo thing that you uh, you do this thing from what, what kind of time? From year to year. Year to year. Go ahead. And see that you hasten the matter. Yeah, and, and don't drag your feet. Have a Jonah spirit in you. Have a Jonah 3, 1, down to verse 3. We ain't going to read no more. He told Jonah, get on down to Nineveh, Jonah. He said, but Jonah will take you three days to get there. Jonah said, you think so? I'll be there in one day. That's how you got to be on Yahweh's business. You got to be on Yahweh's business with an urgency. Go ahead. I see you. They hate you not. Verse number eight. And as the king men, and see it without at the gate, and set it without at the gate of the temple of the Yahweh. Oh, they made a box. They made a big check box. So the ones that get driving past, he had a big check box. Get in there and fill that money in that check box. So he said, it is a big check box. Okay, go ahead and read. 
verse number nine. And they made a proclamation. Uh-huh. So Yada Judah and Yada Judah to bring into the Yahweh the connection that Moses, the servant of Yahweh, laid upon Israel in the will. Uh-huh. Verse 10. And all the princes and all the people rejoiced and bought in and cast into the chest until they had made an end. Everybody cast that money into the chest. Go ahead. Now, it came to pass that at, that at one time the chest was bought unto the king's office by the hand of the Levites. Uh-huh. And when they saw that there was much money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What it? It, was, it was what? Much money. Much money. Go ahead. King's scribes and the high priest's officers came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to his place again. Thus they did day by day and got the money in a box. Verse number 12. And the king and Jehoiada gave it to such as did the work of the service of the temple of the Yahweh and high mason. Carpenters and carpenters to repair the temple of the Yahweh, and also such as brought iron and brass to mend the temple of the Yahweh. Thirteen. So the workmen walked and the work by them, and they set in the temple of the Yahweh in his state and strengthened it. Verse fourteen. And when they had finished it, they bought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada. Whereof were made vessels for the temple of the Yahweh, even vessels to minister and to offer withal, and spoons and vessels of gold and silver, and they offer burnt offerings in the temple of the Yahweh continually all the days of Jehovah. You see that? So, and when they when they done Yahweh's will, they was blessed. Hey, mother, give me extra thirty-five, one down to verse five. Young Lot had me 36 of extra 1 down to verse 7. Let's see what it says, Mother. Hey, Mother E, what it said in extra 35, 1 down to verse 5. See, these, he said, you can go back and check the records of old times they contributed to that ministry. That was Joseph was saying. So we took it, we, we took it for his word, but we still checked him out and see. Well, it was all that old time stuff going on there. So we read what is going on there. He said, you can search the records. This is an old tradition, getting that money into them temples so they can make sure we got everything we need to work with, land, school, banquet hall, radio station. We got the truck to go and meet them. Why well, we got to wait three months to get a wall now? We can go drive down there and uh, catch them halfway in them hot. It's the borderline and bring back to the greenhouse. That's what we got to do. You got to talk to yourself. You got a Romans 417. Thinking in existence. It's going to happen. But we got to roll our sleeves up and, and start following this Bible with, 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 with a gentle spirit, urgency to get that money in to the temple. 35. 1 through 5. What do you say, Mother? Look at Exodus chapter 35, verse 1 to 5, verse 1. And Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together 
and said unto them, These are the words which the Yahweh has commanded that you should do. Verse 2. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be, but on the seventh day there shall be to do and hold it a righteous day and a Sabbath of rest to the Yahweh. Whosoever do his work therein shall be put to death. Verse 3. He shall kill no fire throughout your habitation upon the Sabbath day. Verse 4. And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Yahweh commanded, saying, Verse 5. Take you from among you an offering unto the Yahweh. Whosoever is of a willing mind, let him bring it and offer of the Yahweh gold and silver and brass. You see that, Mother? You see these man? He's look, who got a willing mind? Yahweh command. He look out there and see who got see who got a willing mind to bring in the money. That what it means now. Because we know we we know we know we're gonna be a long time before we see gold, silver, and brass again. So we gotta bring in them greenbacks. He's look out who who willing to bring them that ten percent of them greenbacks in willingly, and that's the one he's gonna work with. Thirty six one through seven. Watch the young line bring it bring it out. Book of Exodus, chapter 36. You'll pick it up at verse 1, read down to verse number 7. Book of Exodus, chapter 36, verse 1, read. Then wrote Bezalel and Ohalad, and every wise mighty man in whom the Yahweh put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the temple. According to that the Yahweh According to all that the Yahweh had commanded. Verse 2. Moses called Bezalel and Aholah, and every wise mighty man, in whose mind the Yahweh had put wisdom, every one whose mind served him up to come unto the work to do it. Verse 3. And they received of Moses all the ark. Children of Israel had bought for the work of the service of the temple to make it with all. And they bought yet unto him free offerings every morning. Verse, five, verse 4. And all the wise men that walked all the work of the temple came every man from his work which they made. Verse 5. And they spake unto Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work, which the Yahweh commanded to make. Mm-hmm. Verse 6. And Moses gave commandments, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the cast, saying, that neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the temple. So the people were restrained from branches. Mm-hmm. Verse 7. They had 
was sufficient for all the work to make and to much. What? For the stuff they, verse 7, for the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it and to much. And too much. So that's what Josie was telling me about. He said, don't, don't look at this like this something, some new thing about we got everything to work with. This was of the days of old. The people was willingly, and they brought in so much money for everything to be, what kind of way in verse 7? Too much. Too much. Now give me your second quarter for 35 to 8, and after that, y'all lie, you take it all the way in. Extra more, you, you hold it in the grand style there, mother. We're we going to get one more in if you're alive, hollering that microphone back and checking out and see if he's been studying that book real good. Second Chronicles 30, verse 5 through 8, then over to the young line to check it all the way in. Look at Second Chronicles, chapter 30, verse 5 down to verse number 8. Verse 5 reads. So they established a decree to make proclamations throughout all Israel. Yes. So bear sheep. Give it to them. That they shall come to keep the Passover unto the Yaquah Israel and Yadadu. Mm-hmm. For they had not done it of a long time in such sort as it was written. Right. Verse number six. So the post went with the letters from the throughout all Israel and Yadadu. And according to the commandment of the king, saying, You children of Israel, Turn again unto the Yahweh of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and he will return to the remnant of you. Mm-hmm. They are escaped out of the hand of the kings of the Syrians. Mm-hmm. Verse 7. And be not you like your father and like your brother, which trespass against the Yahweh, the Yahweh of, of their father, who therefore gave them up to desolation mm-hmm. as you see. Verse 8. Now, be you not different as your fathers were, but yield themselves unto the Yahweh and enter into his temple, which he has sanctified forever, and serve the Yahweh your Yahweh. Fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. Read that verse again. Verse number 8. Now, be you not different. Don't be a different. As your fathers were. Yes. But yield yourselves into the white of Yahweh. And enter into his temple. Yes. Yeah. Do, do it again. Enter into his temple. Enter into his temple, go ahead. Which he has sanctified forever. Uh huh. And serve the white of And serve Yahweh. Serve him. Enter into them temple. Stop sitting on the sideline, peeking in. Enter into the temple and serve him. Go ahead. You're Yahweh. Uh-huh. That the business of his wrath may turn away from you. Yahweh will turn his wrath once you serve him the way he got it written. I got to give one more precept on that. Now go to the 31st chapter. Same book. And pick up at verse 5 through 8. Same book. Second Chronicles 31 now, 5 through 8. 31, verse 5 down to verse number 8, verse 5 reads. Let's see how you serve him. And as soon as the commandment came abroad, yeah. the children of Israel brought in a bond. Abundance. The first fruits of corn. Yeah. Wine. Right. And oil. Oil. And honey. Honey. And all the increase of the field. Mm-hmm. And the 
is our what is? When? A tent. A tent. Of all things. Of all things. All things in abundance. That's right, go ahead. Verse And concerning the children of Israel, and Yadadu, that dwelt in the cities of Yadadu, they also fought in the tent of oxen mm-hmm. and sheep. Yeah. In the tent of the righteous things, which were consecrated unto the Yahweh, their Yahweh, and laid them by heat. That's laid by what? Heat. Heat. That means they were, they done it officially. And on that note, I'm talking to that young lion and he and roar until the crabs go with. And when you, and the young lion, Yahweh be with you, you're on the go, come on. Yahweh bless you that says great of these words.
to you, and he's going to teach you in that very same mouth what you want to say. He goes, uh, the Israelite spirit is going to come with that word. He's going to pour out that word upon you, and that's what you want to receive from the ministry of righteous spirit. But it was also uh, something that was said, and uh, it was pulled it out. Let's go to the book of Acts. Let's pick it up at uh, chapter 7. See what I want. Let's have on verse number 51 and 53, mother. Look at Acts chapter so, 7, 51 and 53. Yes, ma'am. Look at Acts chapter 7, verses 51 and 53. Acts chapter 7, verse 51. Verse 51 reads, You stiff-naked and uncircumcised in mind and ear, you do always resist the righteous spirit as your father did, so do you. Verse 53. Who has received the law by the disposition of the angels and have not kept it? So when we come in, uh, when we resist the righteous mission spirit, what we're resisting is, is the law. Because that's what the spirit is, it's the law. So we got to make sure that we, we, we get understanding that we don't want to resist the ministry right to spirit because we don't want to resist the law. And that's what they come to do. They come to do their job and they come to bring that law. But um, what else the ministry right spirit is that we can read, Mother Mother E is St. John 10. And let's pick it up at verse number 26. 14, 26. Fourteen, verse twenty-six. The ministry of the Spirit comes. We are supposed to come because this is the law that comes, and we don't want to resist the law because that's the ministry of the Spirit is. It's the word. It's the law. And he also, uh, when he comes, remember, supposed to say he, he, there's something they said about him in Saint John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six. Saint John chapter fourteen. Verse 26, but the confidence which is the righteous spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. For forever I have said unto you. So the comforter, which is the ministry righteous spirit, he's going to teach you He's going to bring all things back to your remembrance, which once again, it is the law. And that's what we have to make sure we got a good understanding about, that he's coming to bring the law. And then, um, let me see how I pull something out in the book of Luke. Let me see how I lay my, lay my eyes on it. I want to say, can I pull it out in the book of Luke? Chapter 12. See, can I run it down? If not, 
right here running down again with us. This is James chapter 2, verse 16. You know, we'll get back to what we were talking about, uh, mother. But, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't really lay my eye on it right now. But we'll come back to that. We're going to say that and put James chapter 2, verse 16 on that. But we'll come back to that at another time, mother, because I can't lay my eyes on it right now. Something said in the book of Luke about this ministry of righteous spirit. Nope. Well, let's go to chapter 10, verse number 1. The book of Sarah, chapter 10, verse 1. Okay. The book of Sarah, chapter 10. Verse 1. Mm. The book of Sirach, chapter 10, verse 1. A wise judge will instruct his people, and the government of a prudent man is well ordered. Uh-huh. So in this case right here, Mom, this is the wise, this is the wise fear. It's his job is to make sure that he come and, and instruct the people. And that's his job to make sure he come and instruct the people. Let's let's get a uh let's let's pick it up at the rock chapter thirty seven, verse twenty one, down to verse twenty three. Let's get a brief step on that, Mom. Yes, the rock chapter thirty seven. Yes, ma'am. Twenty one down to verse twenty three. And remember, we we're talking about a wide field. You gotta instruct the people. Twenty-one to twenty-three. The rock chapter thirty-seven, verse twenty-one to twenty-three, verse twenty-one leads. For grace is not given him from the Yahweh, because he is deprived of all wisdom. 22, another, another is wise to himself, and the fruit of understanding are commanded in his mouth. 23, a wise man instructs his people, and the fruit of his understanding there is not. So, the wise said instructed his people. They got to make sure that the fruits of understanding is failed not. So, let's see what, uh, let's go pick up some of Jeremiah, uh, Mother Mother E. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 30. Let's pick it up at yeah, verse, uh, 30. yeah, let's pick it up at yeah, verse 4 and 15 down to verse 17. 
Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 4 and 15 to 17. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 4. And these are the words that the Yahweh spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. Verse 15. Why cry thou for thine affliction? The sorrow is incurable for the multitude of the for the multitude of thine sins because thy sins were increased. I have done these things unto thee. Verse 16. Therefore all they that divide shall be divided and all thine adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity and they that spoil thee shall be spoiled and all the all that pray upon thee that I give for a prayer. Pray. 17. Mm-hmm. For, I will, for I will restore help unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, said the Yahweh, because they call thee an outcast, saying, this is not that Jew who no man seeketh after. So, we come to find out that we in this position, and we know that nobody's seeking after Yah Yah's children. We know that for a fact. Ain't, ain't no man seeking after us. But the reason why we're in this position, because uh, Yahweh said something in verse number 14, I mean verse 15, he said, why are we crying after our affliction? He said, your sorrow is incurable for the multitude of your sins. Because your sins was increased, I have done these things unto you. And that's a specific point I earlier, that we in this position, because we put ourselves in these positions because we didn't want to keep the law, statutes, and the judgments of Yahweh. And that's how we end up in this position. So Yahweh said, I'm going to do this thing to you. I'm going to be the one that's going to devour you. He said, I'm going to be the one that's going to put you in captivity, and I'm going to give you for a prey. I'm going to do these things because we didn't want to keep the, uh, the covenant that we uh, was under, that we said we were keeping the book of Exodus chapter 19, verse uh, 1 down and verse number 8. We made that agreement with uh, 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 Yahweh. So, uh, Exodus 19. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to go read that, Mama. But if a son never said uh, that we got to do, let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 15. Because he did say he's going to restore him. Uh, he did say he's going to heal us of our wounds. You know what I'm saying? But he said, Yada Judah, uh, he know no man seek out us before, before he can do that. Let's see what he said in the book of Jeremiah. I mean, let's see what he said in the book of Luke, chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. Yeah, 15, one, five, 15. Let's pick it up at verse number 7. 
And I want verse number, uh, pick it up at verse 7. And then pick it up at verse number, uh, I want uh, 9 and verse number 10. Book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 7, verse 9, and verse 10. Luke, chapter 15, verse 7, verse 9, and verse 7 reads, Say unto you, I say unto you, that likewise joy shall be in heaven, over one sinner that repent more than over ninety and nine death persons which needed no repentance. Verse nine. And when she had found it, he called her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Verse 10. Likewise, uh-huh. I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the ministering spirits of Yahweh over one sinner that repents. So the thing is, we have to do with this case right here. For us to get right with Yahweh, we got to do some repentance. He said, the angels rejoice after the ones when we do some repentance. So we got a big job to do. And we got to do some repentance, but we also got to do some uh, all. Let's see what he said in the book of James, mother. James? Yeah, chapter 5. Pick it up at verse number uh James chapter 5, verse 19 and verse number 20. Look at James chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. Verse 19 reads, Brethren, if any of you be error from the truth and come from the truth, and one converted him. Let him know that he which converted a sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. I thought we got to make sure that we are converted soul from the error they way. That's one of the ways that we can have a multitude of sins by doing us a repentance. God teaches us to say Yahweh and make sure we burst this soul from the error of their way so we can uh, have a multitude of our sins. Then uh, Yahweh said, He'll give us a, uh, what do you say in 2nd chapter 15? 2nd Edges chapter 15. Matter of fact, let's make that, uh, no, let's make that Isaiah. Let's 
Let's go to Isaiah chapter 62 and pick it up at verse number 7. Isaiah chapter 62, verse number 7. Okay. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 7. Number seven. Yeah, I see Sixty-two. Verse seven. Number seven. Okay. The book of Isaiah, chapter sixty-two, verse seven. Isaiah chapter sixty-two, verse seven. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 7. And give him no rest till he established and till he made Yah that Judah a praise in the earth. Matter of fact, uh, read verse number 6 and verse number 7. Bring him in together. Okay. Isaiah chapter 62. Verses 6 and 7. Verse 6 reads, I have set a watchman upon thy walls, O your thy duty, which shall never hold their peace, day nor night. Yet you, you that make it mention of the Yahweh, keep not silent. Verse 7, and give him no rest till he established until he made 